Week 50 is here and this is going to be a special week. I can promise you that. It's going to be volatile. A lot of numbers coming out this week, starting already tomorrow on Tuesday, followed by Fed on Wednesday and more numbers on Thursday. Each of these uh, numbers, each of these sessions have the ability to move the market much and I think they will. Last week I told you I thought it would be a red market and it uh, a red market it became Nasdaq down 4%. What will be the conclusion for this week? Will I say it will be a green or a red week? Well, I had a look at the charts, uh, I had a look at the news and I have made up my mind. I will share that with you over the next some uh, 30 minutes and also this week's trading tips. So just stay tuned and I will be back with market analysis. I start this week with COVID and fever and I'm sorry upfront if uh, my voice is a little rusty. My looks not the best and if I cough during the podcast. But it is what it is. It's just a situation we have to deal with it and that's just the name of the game when trading. We deal with situations, we try to do the best out of them. And I'm so happy about all the very nice, heartful comments on last week's podcast. I really appreciate it. I will get back to you by the end of the podcast. Pay a little tribute to some of you that comment so nicely. It's a new week. And as I said in the intro, it's a lot of things happening this week that may move the market much. I will get to that very shortly, but uh, some of you might be new uh, and uh, some of you may have heard it before, some may not heard it before, but I'll try to explain a little bit about the logic for the things I'm about to say. Because trading is much more than just uh, in and out of a stock. It is understanding the bigger picture. And that's the part that I try to do in this section is try to give you an insight in the things that may move the market. And uh, lately, uh, in the latest podcast, you, you heard me say that uh, I believe gold prices will go up and they have been going up. And I said uh, oil uh, was going down due to the cap, etc. We saw oil going down. That would put gold stocks in a good position. And if you watched uh, Goldstock, uh, uh, they performed uh, okay, uh, not falling the biggest of them. Of course, I said uh, stick to the biggest one and that has actual production, etc. And uh, they managed a red week last week because that is the one thing I hope this podcast can convene to you. Play uh, bigger lines, put your positions, put your spendings, uh, your thoughts, anything on the major outlook. What do you think will happen? Because if you get that part right, your bets will be much better. So, uh, as I said, it's a new week. There is a lot of things coming out this week that may, uh, maybe not may, they will move the market. First thing, uh, starting already tomorrow, will be the consumer price index numbers, uh, the inflation numbers. And after predicting that huge inflation more than two years ago, uh, I'm starting to get a little tired about the inflation numbers, but they are very important. 
The expectations for the numbers tomorrow is that November will increase by 0.3% and the overall inflation year by year, the 12 month inflation will be 7.3 down from 7.7. And uh, if you go down that line, because why is inflation so important? Well, we know that when inflation is strong, the interest rates uh, necessarily will have to go up to combat it. Uh, and on uh, Wednesday, the Fed will uh, talk about the interest rates. So, uh, but let's finish the inflation argument. The one thing that I want you to uh, understand about inflation's uh, numbers is it consists of a lot of different items. The main items in this ticket is energy. And uh, as I told you a long time ago, when energy prices go down, inflation will also go down. But I think this is just uh, transitory. It's just temporary because we're heading for winter and we are heading for, in my opinion, energy crisis, which I told you about last week, where I told you I think that the Russian gap, uh, on, uh, cap on oil prices will backfire totally. And I will get back to that in the trading section because this week one of the trading tips will be oil related. I think there is time. Anyway, these numbers, if they come in hotter than expected, that will really be bad for the market. The best thing uh, is that they come in as expected or even better, that can fuel the market because the markets are more scared about what will happen on Wednesday when Fed will uh, give the final interest rates of the year. Everyone expects uh, 50 points, but who knows, maybe Fed, based on tomorrow's numbers, will be much more hawkish. They already say they have to be hawkish and go for 0.75. That will really tank the market. I am on the opposite, uh, more positive side. I actually think that the inflation numbers will come in somewhat uh, okay. Uh, according to uh, consensus, maybe even better, but uh, not very high. I don't think that. I also think that Fed will stick to 50 uh, basis point on Thursday. And uh, together this will, uh, this will lead, in my opinion, uh, to be in line what uh, the markets expect and not put at all on the market. And that makes uh, the other things more uh, interesting this week. The technical picture, I will get back to that very shortly, but let's uh, run through a few of the other items that we follow because there is a much more things that can move the market. One thing which I don't think will affect the market this week, but will come, sadly will come, is, and I told you uh, 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 about this before, Russia is being pressed, uh, pressed in Ukraine. Ukraine. So uh, personally, we like that. From an investing uh, point of view and from a risk point of view, this may not be the very best because as Russia is getting pressured and now uh, Ukraine uh, with support from uh, military forces around the world, uh, delivering a long uh, range items are hitting into Russia. You don't have to be uh, very smart to understand that the chances for an escalation increases with every single drone or rocket going into Russia. And Russia said the same thing. 
Sadly, sadly, we are still on the path of escalation. It seems to me that everyone just wants this to escalate out of control. And in such situation, when things are a little tense like they are now, stupid, very stupid things can happen. If things escalate, you can forget about the stock market for a long, long time. So it's still one of these things to keep uh, a very close eye on because it can Let's say that uh, we start off with good CPI numbers tomorrow, good uh, Fed meeting on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, some very bad news comes out for Ukraine and the market will be totally gone. This is a highly likely uh, situation. I plan accordingly and uh, as you hear me say months over months and actually a year, more than a year, I have reduced my overall positions accordingly. I am not fully invested in the market because it's not that risk which I want. And uh, I know many of you are millennials. Your young people had that really fun uh, last year and the year before when markets were going totally crazy. Some of you even made good money and uh, now you are facing the hard times of markets which been a bear market for so long time. Many of you are probably in deep losses. Some of you are staying float, not moving much forward. Hopefully a few of you are really doing very well. I hope so. But that should be the general tendency. I said think about the long uh, lines because there is much more. Uh, things to invest in than just stock market and one tip because many of you young people will at some point want to go into the housing markets if you are not as interest rates go up as economies start to crumble house prices will plunge and they will plunge very hard that means that there will be a huge opportunity investing in the housing market you just have to let the fall finish because it will last much longer uh, in my opinion, than the downfall in the stock market. The stock market will turn before the housing market uh, turn. So I expect that you should, wherever you sit, uh, start to read that the house market is following. It will be followed by experts saying that it will not fall that much, uh, yada yada, because it's just different agendas, uh, paid publishments, etc. But the overall logic say that the housing market has to take a crash and nobody knows how hard it will be. Because if inflation sticks and uh, recession and stagflation uh, creeps in, like I have been uh, saying for two years and everyone else start to see, uh, say the same. If these things happen, the housing market has to go down and there will be an investment opportunity for you. You just have to make sure that you not burn all your money in the stock market it's maybe the best tips uh, that i can give uh, and the uh, best tips maybe for uh, everything i said this year is if you are young and if you are uh, planning to enter uh, the housing market an opportunity is coming for you because sometimes i know i sound very very pessimistic saying this and that the interest rate will go up and this and that will happen sadly i've been very correct about all these things and as you have seen markets have just gone down and more and more issues are arising we will at some point get to a much better point but as things go down there are opportunities and they will 
keep coming. This is the place where I do my very best uh, trades. This is the place where I do my very best bets uh, in whatever it is. And when the upturn come, your reward will come. You just have to make sure that you're not pulled down as much during the bear market. Using stop loss, using long lines, that's the one thing I really recommend. Oil uh, fell quite hard last week, down to $71. It's the Russian oil cap. It's what OPEC Plus said. All of these things put down to 70 because nobody really knows what will happen now. Putin said, I will not sell oil to anyone that agrees to this price cap. And I think he will hold his word. I think that we are in a super position for a small oil trade. I still stick to what I said because I'm very heavy into oil. I bought oil for all I could when it was $20 per barrel. Uh, and I said last week that I slowly will get uh, reduce my positions because I think that major hype of oil is over. But uh, I also told you I think there might be a super trading opportunity and I think that trading opportunity is here right now. I think $71 uh, per barrel is very cheap. Uh, because winter is coming, energy crisis is popping up everywhere. You can read about what is happening in Sweden. They are starting to prioritize who will get electricity, who will not get electricity. Norway say we will try to help you, but Norway cannot help everyone in Europe. So I think oil will have a super rebound. Now let's say, what if I'm wrong? Biden said US will buy uh, back the reserves because uh, they emptied their reserves. When oil prices were high, Biden was selling uh, all, uh, not all, but a huge part of the reserve oil, which Trump bought very, very cheap when oil was actually in negative territory. He bought, uh, he filled up uh, the reserves and Biden sold them down. And Biden said, I will buy back at $70. So that's your floor. Uh, and we know that the US have to fill up their reserves. So 70 really sounds like a floor, meaning the risk reward is super attractive. Gold uh, also going uh, up, balancing around $1,800, was $1,800 last week, and shows all the signs of continue to push upwards. So uh, I uh, just repeat, I said that when oil go down uh, and gold go up, then uh, gold stocks should be a good place to be in. Now, if oil go up, because oil is such a huge part of uh, cost related to gold production, gold stocks could suffer a little bit. But if you are scared that the market should go down uh, further, that we can have a huge fall. Well, being in these stocks, like I say that I believe there is a huge uh, floor at $70 in oil, if parts of your portfolio is in oil, and let's say that uh, consumer price index number tomorrow go really bad, Fed rates go really bad, on Wednesday market starts to go down, being in oil may help you lose less. And that's so important lesson. Try to lose less. As I always say, increase your gains, reduce your losses. That's the way of fighting and winning in trading because if you are in the wrong stock markets goes up 20 percent down easy peasy it's done in an instant like we have been playing neo and xpeb over the last few weeks i sold xpeb 65 percent profit 
But Neo last week and Neo uh, didn't perform. Actually, it was quite up, but by the end of the week, it was a little bit down. We will get back to that and the trading tips very shortly. 10 year treasury yield a little bit up last week to 3.57. I think we will see after uh, Wednesday's Fed speak that the 10 year treasury yield slowly will creep upwards. There is uh, a few. Um, uh, uh, earning uh, releases this week. I think I saw Adobe and um, maybe it was Oracle. I'm not sure, but it was nothing really interesting. Nothing that I think is worth speculating into. So uh, we are heading towards a weekly conclusion and we will do that by looking at the charts. And if you're a Spotify listener, uh, you will find this uh, also on YouTube. And actually now uh, the same video is published on Spotify as well. So there you might see the chart if you want. First, we like to go through the signals. Uh, how many buy uh, signals uh, do our systems at StockInvest uh, release? And from all the tickers around the world that we analyze, uh, uh, 26,000 is qualified for these analysis and right now 32% give buy signals. Last week it was 36 and I told you that is a little high. 32 is still high, but for sure better. More interesting is if we go down to Nasdaq, because as you know, in this uh, podcast we trade, <coughs> sorry, usually Nasdaq stocks uh, or for sure us stocks and nasdaq was 38 percent last week i told you that is very high and usually usually you will have a correction and it was a red big for nasdaq uh, maybe i forgot to say but nasdaq fell uh, 3.99 percent last week ending at 11,005 points and Dow Jones uh, was down 2.77% uh, to 32,477 points. Nasdaq was 38% buy signals last week, this week 25% buy signals. And I like that, I like that a lot more. And if we go to New York Stock Exchange, which were 48% last week, and I said, quote, I can promise you, there will be red stocks on New York Stock Exchange. And it really was. Uh, but it fell from 48 to 31, and I like 31 much better than 48%, because it gives some room for upside. London, 29%. Uh, uh, Tokyo, 35% went up last week, from 20 the week before, and Chesna China, 34. So what does all these signals say? Uh, again, if you're a new listener, uh, imagine there is a scale from uh, 0 to 100. It's impossible to become 100% buy signals uh, and even getting up to 50% buy signals will be extreme. But it has happened and as you saw, uh, New York Stock Exchange was 48% last week. When you get this high, it means that the market is extremely overbought. There is too much optimism and it has to balance out uh, somehow. And it always does. 
very hard to say if this number is 35 if it's 45 if it's 47 usually you have to look at trends and different things but it's such a nice indicator when it's 30 it means that there is somewhat balance in the system and uh, you can uh, expect you have a bigger chance of predicting the market now what we really like and the times when i told you to buy 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 like week 42 when it was 16 percent buy signals nasdaq at 12 percent buy signals. i told you this is the obvious buy position and we had these beautiful weeks i think it was uh, up five percent one week and eight percent the other week it was such good weeks so that's the thing uh, when uh, things are odd and markets are like uh, down to 14 percent it's obvious buy signals and when it gets very high it's obvious sell signals in general it will not apply for all stocks but apply for the general market now these numbers tells me that there is a fair chance that market can bounce up equally fair chance for markets to continue downwards what we will do is uh, we will let the chart uh, decide uh, and looking at the chart there is a few things which i like uh, you to pay attention to the one thing is the very low uh, relative strength index is 46 you can see it just under the chart there is a small uh, chart more and uh, our system found a pivot bottom it's not oversold uh, so it's not that very very classic uh, buy position but still uh, we like that the other thing is all the gray bars on the right side sand that's accumulated volume and these uh, things uh, act as support levels so you can expect this to help uh, keep market up if it continues down the real scare if it's fall below 10,004 because then it will be hostile vista and we are down to my final target for Nasdaq at 8,000 points but as I told you uh, last week I said we were in the upper part I expect markets to go down and uh, usually you go down to the middle of the trend and then bounce up Nasdaq is currently moving in what we would like to refer to as a rectangle formation, more or less showing all the signs of a possible uh, bottom. And I told you this before, I really like it before. The trend was very negative. Now at least it's horizontal. It's anything and everything we like to see because at least it gives some sort of hope still there is a fair chance that the market uh, may continue down because there's a short-term sell signal uh, there is a sell signal from the short-term moving average and right now it's also trying to give a sell signals from the long-term moving average unless it bounces up this week so what will it be we are in a place uh, where news uh, will come this week i tell you they will push the market up Tomorrow's news may push the market up, Wednesday numbers push it down, it will be a very volatile week, it will be a week for traders. There is strong resistance at 11,400, but if broken up, we can have a magical, magical end of the year, which I still think it's a high chance that we might have. If we are lucky, we will crumble a little up today have good news tomorrow break 11,400 and push for a really good good week 
the end conclusion because uh, in the end of the day we have to try to be a little realistic what will we say i say it's a fair fair chance for an upturn uh, still uh, everything uh, also uh, sadly said that we can continue down we just need some bad numbers so in general, I would just advise you, be careful with your money, try to put them, uh, and we will get to the trading tips now in any minute, try to put them where the risk is little less, because once we really can say, let's say that the markets move above 11,400, be more risky, be more risky, take the chance, because then it can move very fast, and you can have amazing gains. I will do that for sure, but uh, still this week, you will hear me in the trading section say that I will not gamble too much even though i think and here comes the answer i think it will be a green week my god says uh, this will be a green week uh, even maybe a good one there is nothing in this chart really supporting uh, this idea so you cannot say from a technical point of view there is everything in this chart indicating because if that was the case then we would be at 11,400 and uh, with no resistance above the risk reward with and break of trend uh, we would have some solid reasons for saying this but as is uh, there is nothing in this chart saying that uh, this is the most likely scenario it's uh, just a few things which you cannot see in this chart it is statistics is usually how the years end that is one of them it's a little bit based on the fundamental news that will come it is the fact uh, that there is plenty of support uh, below uh, that makes me believe it's a fair chance for an upturn and if 11,400 is broken it may be very good the low for the week as i see it uh, could be 10,600 if we end with very bad news and the upside the upside i think could be as high as 12,300 if all things fall in the right direction so uh, that will be the conclusion i think it will be a green week i advise you to be a little bit careful because it might very well be wrong that we are going for a slow uh, red week still good options uh, where to put your bets and i will get to the bets now as we are heading for the training tips Then we are at the trading tips and actually that is quite good because now my shirt is starting to get wet and the fever is again rising but we will deal through that get through the trading tips and uh, hopefully i will be able to give you one or two stocks that might be worth to look at maybe even yield some percentages but let's uh, quickly run through the stocks that we have in the portfolio Last week uh, I had America, Microsoft uh, after X-Bank being, being sold at 65% profit and I said I will get try to get into NEO. I did that, I bought NEO at uh, 12.90 on Monday. It was a little bit lower, it was not the lowest, but you cannot have them all and was happy about that. NEO moving sideways during the week, it was up at 13.55 at some point, if not a little bit higher, ending the week at 12.63. Uh, and because I have a very wide uh, stop loss in NEO because it's such a volatile stock, uh, I currently sit with a loss of 209%. 
Getting close to being cut by stop loss, so we will see how this will play out. Will it be a loss or will it be a gain? Uh, now, NEO, XPEV and some of these other growth stocks, uh, they grow not only because China is releasing uh, their, some of their uh, COVID policies, getting less strict on the COVID policies, uh, opening the Chinese economy, etc. But also, as you might have noticed, the markets has been moving sideways for a few weeks. And this situation, these stocks, growth stocks, which have been very hammered, thrive very good. And if we get, like I said, it might be a very green week, they will just explode upwards. So uh, that is some of the reason uh, for uh, being in tech stocks and why. Uh, I will sit in tech stock. And you may ask, oh, isn't you a good buy at 12.63? Yes, I think so. Uh, unless we get back to bearish market, because if markets continue to fall, and I am wrong that we go down instead of up this week, NEO will just go back to 9, maybe to 6, who knows? Uh, even less, because it's just the name of the game. And you may scream it may be undervalued, fundamentally undervalued, but the stock market really doesn't care. There is a huge difference between actual value, factual value, and what the market is willing to pay. That is why we use fundamental and technical analysis. Is Neo buy for a week? Yes, I think so. Stays in the portfolio. Microsoft uh, was bought, <coughs> excuse me, 241 80 in week 47 uh, and was up quite much last week uh, sorry in week uh, 48 255 were even a little bit higher than that starting to fall last week and sadly was cut by stop loss at 243.20 yielding only half a percent 0 0.58 if to be exact but that is just how stop loss work. Uh, Microsoft ending the week at 245. So if I didn't have a 5% stop loss, I could have got a little better out of it. But uh, I'm more than happy with half a percent. I think Microsoft will continue upwards, but it was cut by stop loss this week. So America bought week 34. Uh, has been a disaster since we bought it, uh, moving absolutely nowhere, ending the week at 19, down 28% and definitively the biggest loss so far in this portfolio. But we've been trading, for those who follow me, I've been trading Somatica at least 6-7 times if we count up and all of them successful. And as I told you when I bought the stock, this is the one stock I will not put the stop loss on because when it moves, it will move very, very fast. Right now there is few signs that it will move. News are very slow. And I hope just uh, uh, the tax rates by the end of the year push Sumerica in the right direction. When it comes, it will come very fast. But it can be that drool where it goes even further at some point I have to consider to let it go. So last week was absolutely no uh, good week. Markets fell, Nasdaq fell 4%. And uh, the overall value of my portfolio fell uh, more or less the same uh, or the three stocks that we had last week felt more or less the same so absolutely not a good week 
But we survived an, a new week ahead of us. I have two stocks I just told you. You just have to rewind and listen closely to what I say in the market section. I don't think it's time to gamble yet. I will only add one more stocks. I gave you the clues a long time ago. I think oil might be the right place to be. And we have done Chevron so many times before. Why not try another Chevron trading? So Chevron will be the trading tip for the week this week. I will try to get in Chevron as cheap as I can. Hopefully I'm right, oil prices go up, uh, Chevron go up. If I am wrong, I think the oil prices will stay somewhat steady where they are. But let's say markets go down, I think Chevron might just hold somewhat okay, not bring me into the biggest losses. So that's uh, the three trading tips uh, for this week. Uh, I will stay in America, I will stay in NEO. And I will add Chevron to the portfolio as we coming to an end of the year. At the same time, there is plenty of cash waiting in the bank to be uh, into the market. So when I really see the risk reward as optimal as I wanted, we're still not there. Hopefully we will be there soon. Uh, anything uh, forgotten? Anything I haven't mentioned? Uh, my thinking is a little bit hard uh, today. Hard to think. Uh, foggy brain. Uh, I think it covers that uh, there will be many good uh, trades this week. Hopefully I'm right that we get into that super green end of the year. Statistically the chances are there. Doesn't have to happen. Anyway, I uh, advise you. Try to reduce your risk. Don't gamble too much. I know it's very tempting, but sometimes doing 5% one week, 3% another week, 2%, 10%, these are the things that build up your portfolio value. Just we've been doing that all year, building up brick by brick. By the end of the year, IRS, tax office, or whatever you call it in your country, will be happy that I was their client for sure. Now, to the very end uh, of this podcast. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the nice, nice comments I got last week. So to Chuck, thank you a lot. Uh, and uh, to Oliver Ox, thank you as well. Some I really appreciate such nice, nice comments. It's given me uh, the motivation to uh, keep doing this podcast, which, by the way, is the third year. Uh, and I might just go into a fourth year of doing this series, where my only goal is to try try help you reduce your losses, increase your gains. And I do that by slowly pushing uh, the simplest things that I know, try to put things into context and every year I increase a little bit. So if I go into the fourth year, we will focus more and more on trading because that very good uh, trading scenario will come. Uh, Yuris, Tabo uh, and Sara, uh, absolutely. Thank you a lot. And then there is uh, you, uh, DC. I'm not sure what it stands for, maybe David, uh, but you will know who I'm talking about. You gave a lot of great tips regarding uh, podcasting, how to increase the sound quality, because you have to understand I am just a newbie 
in all of this i just put up i started even on the cellular phone uh, in the very beginning i just put up this to share some of my ideas when uh, covid just started i told you this will be an explosion of trading opportunities uh, and i just had to push that message out that was how the trading podcast started has evolved later i have got a green screen there is a green screen behind me i got uh, a microphone uh, but still there is miles to go and you dc you gave me such good tips uh, about a better microphone about uh, to increase the sound quality uh, because that matters of course it matters as a thank you uh, for your very very kind advices uh, i hope you can contact me at jim at stockinvest.us uh, uh, because I would like to give you free subscription at our services as a grateful thank you for your kind, kind advices. I don't have uh, so many advices uh, this week. As I said, uh, I start the week on a bad note with uh, COVID and fever, but that will go away. It's snowing. It's a good uh, time uh, of the year as well. And I hope you grab the opportunity. I mentioned over and over again, go for a coffee with a friend, uh, call someone you haven't called, because if you get that internal motivation, that strength, it will help in you also in trading. And should you be the lonely one, there is more people that are lonely as well. And if you can do it in trading, you can do it in real life as well. And if you for some reason are struggling in trading and you're struggling in everything else, I can promise you there are good things awaiting you because nobody knows tomorrow. Like I do really not know exactly what will happen this week in the stock market, but we are getting better at it every day, getting closer. All you have to do is take the chance, take the gamble. Uh, stretch out your hand, send that text message that you haven't dared to send for some time. And while doing so, the stock markets will still remain open and I will be back next week discussing more how we can do some possible good trades. And if you're lucky, looking back uh, to this week, it will be ending green. I hope yours will. I really do. I wish you the very best for the week ahead of us. Bye. Welcome to stockinvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon stockinvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions.